Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hey, before we jump into today's episode, did you know that I've created just for you a massive collection of freebies that includes my Do Something book. It's a no BS guide for anyone who wants to stop wasting their time today. There's also the Fabulous Day Cheat Sheet, the 25 Ways to Make Your Life Instantly Better Guide. I've also included a 12-month habit tracker template, the Abundant Mindset Guide. There's also the fantastic Your Future Self Workbook. It's a workbook designed to help bring your future self to life. And finally, the Vent and Move On workbook. It's a workbook I designed to help you resolve any issue. Right now, all these freebies are sitting inside my secret library, which you can sign up and access for your dreambigmyfriend.com forward slash freebies. That's forward slash freebies. There is honestly so much goodness there. Now it's time to dive into today's episode. Welcome, my friends, to this episode. How are you all going? Today, we're going to be having a conversation about excuses. So if you're someone who likes to come up with an excuse for why you can't do something, I'm going to sort of like go a bit tough love on you. I've actually identified the top five excuses that people usually like to share for why they can't go after their dreams. I want you to avoid these at all costs. So when it comes to achieving your dreams, I know that a lot of us wish that these dreams would just fall into our lap. But guess what? It's never, ever, ever going to happen. So what are you waiting for? If those dreams aren't going to fall into your lap, it's up to us to achieve them. So you can have little dreams or you can have big dreams, but whatever it is that you want, you actually have to do something to get them. I know it's like A plus B equals C. Like if you want C, you've got to do A and B to get it. So if you have any plans and aspirations that you've been putting off for years, How much longer do you intend to wait? Are you happy to wait forever? Are you happy to wait a few more years? And how much time do you actually want to waste? Because people are great at putting things off and convincing themselves that they're going to do it as soon as they're ready. But I think we've already spoken about the fact that there's no such thing as ready. You have to do things when it's time, even if you don't necessarily feel like doing it some days. Because as I just said, some days we're going to run out of those some point. We're going to run out of hours and days because our life is just going to keep on speeding ahead and our time is going to become more limited and our options will become more limited. So if you're not enthusiastically pursuing your goals right now, if you have a goal to chase, I love to like explore, well, what's the reason why? Like, do you know what the reason is for your inaction? And it might not be the reason that you actually think, like you might be coming up with what you think is a legitimate reason, but in actual fact, it could just be an excuse. So as I've discovered over the course of my life, most excuses are actually a form of fear, camouflaged by what we want, we perceive it to be a challenge, but we're actually normally scared of something. So I'm going to be sharing now with you the top five excuses that people like to give for actively not chasing their dreams. So I want you to see if you can identify your excuse, like the excuse you might be using inside this group and what you need to do. I'm going to be sharing with you what you need to do if this is an excuse that you're using on a daily basis. So reason number one, the first and probably the most popular excuse why most people don't like to get up and take action is that they have this perceived lack of resources. Perhaps you feel like you don't have enough knowledge yet, or you don't have enough education or money or time. This is actually the most common excuse for not taking action. And these excuses might be accurate 
in some way. So I'm going to give you credit for that. Like the truth is you might not have enough knowledge yet. You might not have enough education. You might not have enough money or time. So that could be true. However, it's up to you to find a way to make those things happen. So if you feel like you don't have enough time, well, a lot of us actually feel the same way, but it's up to us to make the time and it's up to you to find the money you need or brainstorm away or make some extra money. It's up to you to get the things you need. So if you need more education, how can you get it? Like we have Google now. There is such a good chance that you can find all the information you need on the web for free, but it's up to us to get those things that we need. Okay. Cause we're either part of the problem or the part of the solution. And when you notice or when you identify that that could be an obstacle for you, like that you're lacking something, your next step has to be not to like let that stop you, but work out what do you need to do to get there? Because a lack of resources can't stop you if you're determined. Because if you're using a lack of resources as an excuse, it's suggesting maybe that there's an underlying issue. Like maybe you are feeling scared, like a fear is a common thing. Maybe you're not confident enough. You need to find a way around your lack of resources because there is a solution available to you right now if you go out there and try to find it. Just imagine someone who, who like is quite unstoppable. What would they do to make it happen? You do have what it takes, but it's up to you to actually take action to make it happen. So every morning you wake up, you have two choices. You can continue to sleep with those dreams or wake up and have this feeling of fire fill you inside and chase them. Because if you can dream it, you can actually do it. And I know it probably feels like, oh, she's just saying these positive words to get me inspired, but I'm sharing it with you because it's actually the truth. Like your dreams aren't going to work unless you do. So when you let your excuses stop you, it keeps you stuck. And as Karen Lamb so wisely said, a year from now, you may wish you had just started today. So just take action. And now for excuse number two, which is you have this belief that you might fail, or maybe you're not actually afraid of failing, but you're just anticipating that it could happen. And no one really wants to waste their time taking action if they're expecting a negative outcome, right? So if you have this expectation that you're going to fail ahead of time, it's pretty hard to like get excited about going ahead, but you can fix this issue up by knowing that you are in control of your beliefs. And it's like that ditty goes, like I think Gandhi said it. It's like your beliefs become your thoughts, your thoughts become your words, your words become your actions, your actions become your habits, your habits become your values, and your values become your destiny. But it all starts with your beliefs. So in order to succeed, you have to actually believe that you can do it, like that you have it in you to do it. You have to believe that it is possible so that you go ahead and find the tools at your disposal or you find tools that you don't even have at your disposal in order to change your belief. I love the idea of just even using a bridging thought. So if you can't like get yourself into this headspace where I'm 100% going to do this and I'm 100% going to you know, get to my goals, just start with it is possible. It is possible that I can do it and it is possible that I can find a way. Just try using logic or convince yourself that you'll give it a go anyway. Like it's possible that if I don't give up, I'll get there in the end. You might even try visualizing. That's such an important uh, tool that we have at our disposal. We just need to remember that the problem is never actually the problem. It's the attitude that we have about the problem, whatever challenges we have. And I know that it's really tempting to not believe in yourself and to like assume the worst because that way you don't have to even try hard. But I want you to go down that route. I want you to understand that the belief that you have in yourself that things are possible, that's your most vital source of commitment, confidence, and courage when you believe you can potentially do it. And when you strongly believe in yourself, you're more likely to be goal-orientated. You're going to work harder. You're going to be more determined, more persistent in striving for success. And it all comes down to just choosing to believe. So 
work on your beliefs if you can, because that's going to bring forth the actual fact. Remember what Gandhi said? Like those thoughts are going to bring bring about your reality. And as Henry Ford also said, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. So why not just choose to think that you can? Why not? And now for the third excuse or reason that we often get stumped, it's actually just fear. This is when we admit that we're struggling to take action because we're actually scared. It's when you acknowledge it straight away. Now, this excuse makes sense and at least sort of feels justified because you're acknowledging, I actually feel so nervous, I'm scared, I'm worried about what's going to happen. And it really is hard to chase your dreams when you're feeling scared, even when you acknowledge it. Now, acknowledging it is a really good step because you're facing those feelings inside you as opposed to burying them deep inside. But the thing that we need to understand is that feeling fear is actually inevitable. Like you have to sometimes just feel the fear and do it anyway. Whenever you do anything significant that involves change, okay, because our bodies like to resist change, fear is just going to pop up. It's going to be like, hang on, are you guys doing something different? Are you like trying to step outside your comfort zone? Here I am to try to keep you stuck. So it's going to like rear his ugly head and say, go back, go back to where you were before. But we have to almost like look at it in a comical way, like the way that I was treating it, like it, it's going to pop up and you're going to have to say, you know, sit down, sit down fear. Like I know that you want to keep me safe and I know that it's normal that you're going to come up, but I'm going to have to say to you, I'm going to do it anyway. You've got nothing to worry about because I'm, I'm going to feel the fear and I'm going to do it anyway. So the most effective way to combat fear is really to jump in with both feet and the apprehension and that scaredy feeling that you feel inside. Just thinking about it is actually worse than the action itself. Okay. Isn't that weird? Like all that fear that we're experiencing, it's at its most heightened peak before the action actually takes place. Now I know that sounds totally crazy, but I actually had this like real life experience just a few months ago. When my daughter said to me, can I pierce your ear? So I've already got a few holes in my ear, but she wanted to pierce my cartilage. And it was something that I'd wanted to do when I was a teenager and I let fear hold me back. And I actually saw it as a challenge. So the reason that I'm saying no initially is not because I don't want to do it. It's because I actually do want to do it. The only thing that's stopping me is fear. It was like my number one excuse. And I can't tell you how weird it was to actually face fear in the eye that day because I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to let you do it. And so the fear was, oh, I felt like I was going to suffocate. I had never felt more scared in those coming minutes. It, I couldn't even believe that I was going to do this. And yet when she went ahead and did it, and I can't tell you, it was like, it didn't hurt. It was over in five seconds. And all of that crazy suffering that I put myself through, that fear was so strong. It didn't, it just pales in comparison to what it actually felt like. When it happened, I was like, am I kidding myself? Like it was literally when they say you've got a fear is that one side fence and you get to the other side and you realize like it was totally crazy to be so scared. That was that experience. I felt it with such strong intensity that day. I was so nervous about getting my ear pierced again. I did it. I realized it was nothing. And then the relief when I came to the other side was amazing. So I just want you to understand that literally the only way to get over fear is to actually just take action. And then that fear almost subsides immediately. It's like, it just melts away. It's so incredible. Now it doesn't go away until you actually take action and you actually move through it. So just keep that in mind. So if you aren't convinced yet about the importance of taking action, even when you feel fear, I'm going to share with you a few quotes. So Peter McWilliams said, to overcome fear, here's all you have to do. Realize the fear is there and do the action anyway. And Rosa Parks said, I've learned over the years when one's mind is made up, this diminishes fear. Knowing what must be done does way we fear. And one final one is this by Dale Carnegie. And he said, do the thing you fear to do and keep on doing it. That is the quickest and surest way to yet ever discovered to conquer fear. 
And I've definitely found this to be true, especially in my own life, like in my own business, doing the things that I fear and discovering that there was nothing to be afraid of is like one of the biggest gifts that I've been able to give myself. Even starting this podcast, I would never have guessed that I would feel comfortable doing it. And I can't even tell you how excited it is when I record a new episode now. I just feel so grateful that I gave myself that gift of facing my fears and knowing what it's like now to be on the other side and to discover that the world is your oyster on the other side of fear. It just feels so amazing. Now for the fourth excuse or reason that a lot of people like to share for why they're not chasing their dreams. And it's actually, once again, they're being quite blunt and honest in saying they just don't have that motivation. They have a lack of motivation instead. But then when someone says that to me, it's like, well, why aren't you motivated? Is it due to fear? Once again, is it something else? Is it that your goal doesn't really excite you? Are you scared of succeeding? Are you scared of what success might bring you? So look into why you're not motivated. Do you, is it because you actually haven't worked out how to achieve the goal? So you're feeling nervous about taking baby steps because you don't even know what baby steps to take. But your only limitation is your imagination. So you need to be able to push yourself to find a way to get motivated. If you're not motivated, that's just a feeling. So you can fix it up, number one, by choosing a different way or a different attitude or a different thought. How can you think differently about your goals? What do you need to think about your goals in order to be excited? So the solution to a lack of motivation is definitely the same solution to fear. It's just taking the leap anyway, doing it even if you don't feel like doing it. Like know your reasons though. Like what are the reasons that you wanted the goal in the first place? So you've got to be really clear on that and then get started and hang in there until you've achieved a little bit of success and you have that little bit of confidence and it's going to keep you going. So two of my favorite quotes here, one, of course, Mark Twain, who said, the secret of getting ahead is getting started. The secret of getting started is breaking down your complex, overwhelming tasks into smaller, manageable tasks than starting on it on the first one. So that's obviously, I always share my secret to success, taking baby steps, and that's what Mark Twain is talking about here. And another favorite quote that I absolutely love by Tom Preston Werner said, when I am old and dying, I plan to look back on my life and say, wow, that was an adventure, not wow, I sure felt safe, which once again is sort of like telling you that you need to go and try, at least just try. Don't regret not trying instead. And that brings me to my last excuse or reason a lot of people like to share about why they're not chasing their dreams. And it's the need for perfection. Now, I find this one quite like I'm curious about people who share this as their reason for not getting started, not chasing dreams, because I sort of understand that there's no perfection, like perfection doesn't exist. But if you feel like you first need to have these ideal conditions in place before you get started, or you need to have, you know, all these checklists ticked off first before you get ahead or actually start your goal, there's a really good chance that you're going to get stuck in the land of procrastination. Because I know that you might be thinking, well, perfectionism is a really good quality to have because you're making sure you're, you know, covering all your bases. But the truth is there are so many people out there in the world who went ahead and achieved those same goals that you're looking to chase without maybe having the same, the education that you're striving to have or having all the boxes ticked. Like maybe you think you need to have your office set up first before you can start a podcast or you need to make sure you've bought all of these things before you can actually do something. I hate to say it, but it's sort of like BS, like it really isn't true. You need to accept that sometimes things aren't going to work out 100% according to plan. Sometimes you can get started before you think you're ready. Sometimes you just need to take action and taking action is going to be the best way to get over that procrastination, obviously, because that's like how you kill procrastination is just by taking action. You do not need things to be perfect because there's no such thing as perfection. Sometimes good enough is enough and sometimes 
The belief that you have in yourself is going to count more than anything else that you might think you need to set up before you take action. Because when you believe in yourself, you'll find a way to make it work. Or as Paul Arden said, instead of waiting for perfection, run with what you do have and fix it along the way. In the end, if you've been looking for reasons to put off your plans, a lot of us like, yeah, that when I say looking for reasons, people actually actively look for reasons to stay stuck. But it's time to let them go. Like if you've recognized a few of these excuses, it's time to just put them down. Or if you're holding on to them, examine why you want to hold on to them so strongly. Fear is definitely one of the biggest reasons for chronic procrastination. But there are also lots of other excuses that people habitually use to put off attaining their dreams. And it's your responsibility just to determine why you're waiting. Like, what is the reason? Be honest with yourself. By finding an explanation, then that's when you can actually begin to like, look at it, tear it apart, examine it, and then take motivated action in order to get over it and see your dreams come true. So I would definitely recommend making an effort as opposed to excuses. Like you can make excuses or you can make changes. It's like one or the other and you get to choose which one. Obviously, I'd prefer that you make changes and you make an effort because success will come to you, even if it's just to have a peaceful life. That's your goal. I'm not always talking about having massive goals. Sometimes your goal might actually be really simple just to have a happy, calm, full home life. But that is a worthy goal of chasing. And that's even though you might think that's simple, it still might take lots of different baby steps for you to get there. Just remember what I'm saying about excuses. I'm going to share with you some final quotes just to like really make this message clear to you. So the first is by John Roan who said, excuses are the nails used to build the house of failure. George Washington Carver said, 99% of all failures come from people who have a habit of making excuses. I hope you did a study on that, but that's like almost everyone. That means if you make an excuse, you're almost guaranteed a failure and you're almost like you're you're handing yourself the keys to that failure because you think that that excuse is valid when sometimes it's not. It could be a lie and you're using that lie as if it's a reason. But at the end of the day, as Dr. Steve Maraboli said, let there be no excuses, explanations and no regrets. It is your choice, my friend. So I shared with you the top five excuses that are most common for holding people back and I encourage you just to put them down one by one. So I hope this podcast episode has been valuable to you. Take care as always. You know, I love and appreciate you all and I can't wait to catch you in the next one. Until then, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com, where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friend.